Fog as soft as a purr drifted among the twisted oaks and tucked down around the weathered roofs of the old hillside neighborhood, blurring their steep angles. On the twisted arm of a sprawling oak, the gray tomcat crouched above the rooftops, licking at his fog-dampened fur, his claws kneading idly as he watched the neighborhood below. The old stucco or shingled homes, denizens from an age past, crowded close to one another among their overgrown gardens. Descending the hill with dignity, some perhaps still sheltering their original occupants. This early morning, the tomcat was concerned with only one house, with the small, two-story Tudor that, until this week, had stood empty, its tenants long departed. It was a simple house, and straightforward, its pale plaster walls set within heavy, criss-cross timbers. A wide bay window at the front revealed a glimpse of the kitchen, and above the kitchen, behind a narrow ledge of dark shingles, opened the wide windows of two upstairs bedrooms, topped by a steeply peaked roof. Only the garage roof was flat, out of keeping with the original design, as if it had been added on in later years, replacing, perhaps, the kind of small detached garage common in the age of the first cars, of the little Model A Fords, the kind of shed that would never have held Maudie Tula's big black town car. From the moment, three days earlier, when Maudie's Lincoln parked at the curb, and then soon the yellow moving van pulled into the drive, Joe Gray had observed the grandmotherly woman with interest. He knew she had fled L.A., some three hundred miles to the south, after the murder of her son and his wife. But it was even more than the murder that piqued the tomcat's curiosity. It was something about Maudie herself. Something out of keeping, an attitude that didn't seem to fit this gentle person, an occasional gesture or glance that seemed out of character in the soft little woman. The tomcat had no clue that his interest in Maudie would soon involve a whole tangle of confusing events, besides the recent murders, that a stabbing soon would occur at the state prison, and the brutal home invasions that had already descended upon the small village would prove all to be connected in some way to Maudie herself. This morning, Joe puzzled only over Maudie as he watched for her to appear, watched for an early light to blaze on in her bright kitchen. The shooting of Maudie's son and daughter-in-law had occurred eight months earlier, east of L.A., on a lonely mountain road.